Hello, basketball fans, and welcome to what I would say is the last episode of the year. And we've already reached New Year's Eve. It's going to be New Year's Day soon. So we're here at the end of 2021. And have no fear because I have two of the best in the game right now. I have our famous co-host, Jacob Atkins, as well as our returning co-host, who I'm glad he can be here for tonight's show, Alec Moran. Both guys, it's good to have you on the show. Alec, especially you. Good to, good to see you have the time to come join us, join the gang back together. Alec, how you been, buddy? Just, man, I'm doing all right. World keeps on spinning. Hanging in there. What about you? I'm hanging in as well. How's the girlfriend? How's the dog? Everyone's good, man. Haven't seen better. pictures of the Corky recently. I know, man. No Corgi pictures recently. You slacking. I know, man. She still looks the same, I promise. Well, it's good to hear that, Alec, you're doing okay and everything like that. So uh, let's let's get it started, guys, with our This Day in History. And I think one of the, one of the ones that I see, today was LeBron's birthday. The goat himself graced the earth with his presence today. How old is he? 37? 37. The same as the amount of points he scored last night. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, we, we've got we've got LeBron's birthday. We've got Kenyon Martin's birthday. Um, Michael Jordan. Isaiah Wait, Thomas. For... Yo, Jake, do you know who K, uh, what coach Kmart played for in college? Off the uh, top? He played for Vandy. I know that, but I don't know who nope. the coach was. Oh, Kmart or Kmart Jr.? Kmart, man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hugs. He was a huggy bear. That's yeah. Why they, that's why they thought Kmart Jr. would go to West Virginia, but he went to Vandy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's a huggy bear. Since he. And then Michael Jordan sets a record for most free throws and a half with twenty. I'm surprised James Harden hasn't done twenty and a half. Scott's... Was he twenty for twenty? What was his free throws and a half? It was just free throws and a half was twenty. Did he and miss any? It doesn't say. Um, it was the win over the Heat. It doesn't say. Um, also, in 90, 1990, Scott Skiles of the Magic dished out 30 assists in a game. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Michael Jordan, 20 for 23 in that half. Both of those are records. The makes and the attempts in a half. That's crazy. Couldn't go 23 for 23, huh? Not my goat. <laughs> what a bomb. And then in 2016, Isaiah Thomas, when he was on the Celtics, scored 52 over the Miami Heat. That's a tough game. I still feel like he should have been a he. Isaiah Thomas should have been a Celtic for life. Yeah, I mean, from a from a business perspective, they made the right decision, but he definitely, from like a person to person perspective, he got done dirty. But yeah, business perspective, they did the right thing. Yeah, business He was never the same off his injuries, though, man. He never was the same. Like, the Cavs got the really crappy version of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would know I think... I'm a Cavs fan. <laughs> that, that short stint with the Cavs, and then the two short... Was it two short stints with the Lakers, or one? He's bounced around. He plays he's, bounced around. He's, he's bounced around. 
speaking of calves injuries, Ricky Rubio towards ACL. I think, I think that season. hurts. That hurts that sucks. so bad. That yeah, hurts. Cavs are balling. Cavs have such good ball this year. Cavs been hooping. They have. And just you just hate to see that Ricky Rubio go down, and that basically cuts out that whole lineup. It hurts them. I love me some Ricky Rubio. He's been pro basketball player since he's like 14 years old. Yeah, dude, there was so much hype about him when he was coming into the draft. Yeah, he just can't. He's not a good three point shooter, which he came into the league when three pointers became so big. But really, really good passer, obviously. Great team player. Had some really good years uh, with the Jazz. I, I'm glad he found his way to Cleveland. He, I think he, he fits in pretty well with. I hope with he makes Jared his way Allen. back. Yeah. Maybe he does too. So it'd be fine. Yeah. So leading leading into that, so like I said, we're at the end of the year. Man, it's it's been a long run for this podcast ever since it started in May. And and I think I can speak for all when they say I did not Jake, I don't think we expected this these numbers. I don't think we expected how how big we were gonna grow. No, definitely not recently. No. Um it's the fact that we hit 1,400 plays on the podcast before the new year. We probably could hit 1,500. Yeah, I think we'll hit 15 by the end. Before the end of the year. Yeah, but we're going to hit 15. I also like, I mean, we wouldn't be able to do this without the people and the athletes, even the coaches that we've been able to interview. And I kind of want to hear from you guys. Uh, Alec, I... I don't know um, if you know all the people who we have interviewed, but kind of we've done Auburn, ODU, Kent State. We've done West Virginia, Miami, done West New Mexico. We've done almost everywhere, really, across the country, even we across the- We hit the Ivy League, too, right? And we hit the Ivy League, too, with Yale. And even across the world, we've done international players. But, uh, Jake, what was one of the best interviews that- or what was one of the most more memorable interviews that you feel like we've had uh, for, this year? For me, it's got to be Kevin Jones. It's got to right? be Kevin Jones. It has to be Kevin Jones. Grew up loving the guy. Loved when he played for West Virginia. Was really excited when he got drafted. So it's got to be Kevin Jones. I remember how excited you were. The fact that we had a... That was episode 16 when we had Kevin Jones. Yeah, That was that, back on July... 27th. God, that's been a long time ago. And we've had that interview. And like yeah. I said, we... Getting get we... the interview Kevin Jones was just... I mean, that, that was like childhood me was like crying on the inside. Yeah. Um, mine, I think... Mine had to have been um, Jeff Jones, the coach at ODU. Just kind of hear his story of not only him as a player but the time that the the time when he started playing especially with a UNC when he played at UVA during a time where Dean Smith was the coach at UNC now you interviewed him in person right I I got the chance to interview him in person and that was surreal in itself I did not and to be honest I did not expect him to actually say yes I was thinking, oh, he'll be, he'll be too busy. He'll be kind of, you know, getting ready for the season. And I think COVID protocols wouldn't allow it. That you know, that's all it takes is just some people to 
to just be like, yeah, I don't have nothing going on. Let me do it. But um, just the op- and I'm just like looking at everyone we've got the chance. We've done overseas leagues. We've done Division One, Division Two, some Division Three, some who came from JUCO, and some from overseas. So, and we have plenty of time to grow. Um, but Alex, since you kind of you've been kind of like you said, your schedule has been busy, and I understand. You know that it's hard like do you love to talk about basketball as much as much as the both of us do correct i'd say that's a fair assumption yeah so um what what would you like to um kind of in your uh purview what would you like to see us be able to get who do you want us to get for this year oh easy easy choice actually never had an easier answer to a question Definitely the D3 sensation out of St. John's Fisher. Seven foot tall, 380, Connor Williams. I need to see that one. You want to see that one? I'd like to see him on here. All right, Jake, we got a job to do. Let's start sending some DMs. All right, let's start. But um, it's been an honor and a privilege to have, you know, everyone on this journey. And I know we have another co-host, Connor, who couldn't make it tonight, but I'm glad that you know, Alec could be here, and as always, Jake, you have the time. And I know our schedules are always busy, but I think this kind of at the, you know, end of the day, kind of, it gives us time to just relax, you know. It gives us time to talk about sports, talk about basketball in general. And we look forward to growing, uh, continuing to bring out more episodes, and even wonderful interviews to hear everyone's story, I think. At the end of the day, it, it gives people, it gives athletes the opportunity to tell us their story and get their get their name out there more than ever especially guys who guys and girls who have the opportunity to go play pro all right dm sent <laughs> jake's already on a mission Slid in those dms let's see what happens all right we'll see <laughs> um and then kind of segueing into some of the major topics of the year you know in the nba uh, some of the topics that I see have been big ones throughout the year was Milwaukee winning their first championship after a 50-year drought. That was huge for the city. Huge for Giannis. Um, the Knicks making the time since 2013, Amen. although immediately Smoke. losing to the Hawks. Also, the Hawks having probably one of the most outstanding outstanding runs in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Uh, rookie showcase LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards. I think two of the most electrifying player, young young players in the league right now. Um, I think that, that I missed were some big stories this year the that need to be discussed. The fact that Kyrie has not played a game all year and his team is still like the second best record in the NBA. They don't need him. It just makes me happy. Puts a big smile on Jake's face. Big old smile that I haven't had to deal with any of his shenanigans recently. Alec, what do you what do you think is a big story that tops the NBA this year? Oh, specifically NBA. Uh, for you, about- or, or college as well, like a big uh, story. Oh, I think the big story uh, in college basketball last year, obviously, you know, Gonzaga was undefeated 
you know, came within a game of completing a perfect season. Uh, and then, obviously, Baylor being straight up dominating Gonzaga, straight up dominating, and then being so much more athletic. Uh, Baylor's running it back this year. They look to be the best team in basketball. I think it's a pretty crazy story for them. You know, they were never, I mean, they've always been a good Big 12 team, but they kind of came out of nowhere in that sense. Um, you know, they've been competitive with WVU in the last five, 10 years. So for them to not only win a natty, but to win it in the fashion that they did, uh, blowing out undefeated Gonzaga, I thought that was a crazy story. And uh, I kind of look for them to do it again. Yeah, I, I do see Baylor. They, they're strong this year. You know, I'm surprised they – and what's disrespectful was the fact that they weren't even ranked number one preseason poll or even up until – during the season up until now. Yeah, preseason rankings, you never know. Uh, also, quick shout-out to my alma mater, Fairmont State. Uh, the leading scorer on Fairmont's team last year transferred and gets minutes at Baylor this season. So that's pretty cool to see a dude uh, from the MEC playing for the defending national champions. He's getting minutes? Yeah, he's getting that TikTok, baby. That's that's like the man Stevie Browning. Yeah, except for Stevie played at Marshall and Bonner playing for the Natty Champions. But yo, shout out to Stevie. He's a dog. Yo, so, so I probably told you this story, but I'm going to tell it again. So I was playing pickup, and Stevie's senior year was my freshman year. And we were playing pickup at the uh, the old grade school that they, they would leave it unlocked so we could play. For some reason, I decided to pick Stevie up in transition. Dude threw it off the backboard to himself and put it on my head. Deservedly so? Yeah, I will tell that story until he stops being relevant in basketball and then I'll find another one. <laughs> That's a good I think, one. I think another one, another big story was that the Lakers are this pouring on as expectations. They are just not... I don't think they should have been right now. I don't even think they're in a running for a even a conference semifinals look. Yeah, if they keep playing the way they're playing, they might they might uh, run last year back and get knocked out in the first round. Yeah. Alec, what do you think? I, I, I heard that I heard that little uh, that little mm. groan or whatever. Yeah. I heard what, what's mm. on your mind. It's just tough to tell, man. I mean obviously Anthony Davis is gonna be out for I don't know how much longer, what, six weeks or something like that or longer? Four, yeah. six weeks, something. Lakers are look really bad. Regular season, now it goes. LeBron's playing still really good. Uh, but the Lakers team just looks old. Uh, they look like they can't hang. They look like they don't have a playoff run in them. Uh, I'd be pretty surprised at this point if, uh, if they're able to make a run, to be honest with you. Do you think there's a chance they just don't make the playoffs? Mm, probably not. I think they still probably make it, but eight or the seven that's probably pretty bad news for him i don't know what the playoffs would look like right if it started today uh but i can't imagine it would be a good matchup for him if they i think they are seventh right now so that would put him playing phoenix i think that that wouldn't be good obviously it wasn't good for him last year yeah no. and man. if they got the war and if they get the warriors just forget about it first round Unless they yeah. show show us something different. Yeah, so if the season ended right now, the first round would be Warriors-Mavs, which would be a really good first round. Suns-Lakers, Jazz-Clippers, 
Grizzlies Nuggets. So the Lakers the Warriors, up the Warriors are going to be a problem, man. They're already a problem. They're and then so Clay's, Clay's coming back. I kind of feel like it's their year again. Yeah, I think I think they'll do it. Probably Warriors Nets in the finals. Oh, that would be amazing. Warriors would, Nets. I, isn't, and I, isn't Kyrie coming back? By the way, I thought. I yeah, but cool. there's like question. When does that start? Like, when does he technically come back? it started? Like the two day weeks of ago it started two weeks ago. No, he got put right into health and safety <laughs> protocol. Yeah, and they switched the CDC just changed it from ten days to five days um, with that yeah. contact stuff. So that's gonna that's gonna you know bring players back a little bit quicker too, assuming that they're negative after five days. And I I've totally I totally missed probably one of the most important news things of the year that actually benefited us. The Supreme Court sets table for long overdue NIL legislation. The fact that college athletes can now get paid. Yeah. I think not only does that help the college athletic world and any sport that you can think of, but it, it helps us too. The fact that we get the chance to talk to them without really breaking any rules, without, you know, having to go through so many roadblocks and tunnels. Alec, did you see Jalen Bridges' pepperoni roll commercial? I did, man. Shout out to the cuzzo, Jalen Bridges. Dude, he's such a good ball player. Yeah, man, he's related to me. Of course, he's got it in his blood. Yeah, right, dude. And then uh, one of the other, I think, two two um, big coach like coach announcements of the year. Roy, Roy Williams retired and Coach K retired. Two one of the two of the greatest college coaches of all time retiring in different years but both a a big deal in the college basketball world and in basketball in general i think it's going to be hard to kind of replace both especially you know coach k what he's done at duke do you think we're going to see any like like hangover period between coach k and whoever I think it's what his assistant coach is taking over. Are they going to like see a down, or, um, a decrease in talent that wants to go there because I it's mean, no longer Coach K? I think we've seen it at UNC. We've seen it at UNC. Yeah, but because... UNC wasn't ranked number two in Roy Williams last year. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Duke got a nice squad this year. They'll be lucky. I mean, it'd be lucky if they don't win the title. And Duke's number two right now. The they country. got crazy. They haven't lost yet, have they? No, they have one loss. Who did they lose to? Uh, must have been oh, it must have been like one of the first games. They lost they to Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Seventy-one to sixty-six, but that was in the middle of their season. Because they, they beat because nice they beat Gonzaga and Kentucky. Yeah, they which did. Which is some two big wins. Anytime Oscar Sheboy loses, I'm gonna be happy about it. That's honestly another story I was going to bring up. The fact that Shibway quit midseason last year. He's only the second five-star recruit in WVU history. Um, and obviously, he's having an amazing season for Kentucky right now. And he, but then it, Did you see what he's trying to do to Huggins? Yeah, I'm not I'm not talking about him as the person. I'm just saying yeah. him as the ball player is having a great season right now. Um, you know, obviously not surprising given the talent that he is um, and the prospect that he was coming out of a prep school in Pennsylvania. He's dragging uh, Bob Huggins through the mud on hearsay. 
Yeah, it's tough to comment oh. on it because we weren't really, we don't really know what happened, you know. So I, I try not to speculate too much, but. Um, oh, I'm gonna. Speculate. Yeah, man, WVU <laughs> could really use him this year. Um, they're you know, eleven and they one. Listen, 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 Alec. They are <laughs> eleven and one with the second high or second ranked strength of schedule in the country. Eleven and one. Oh, but their only really, to, their only good win is Connecticut. All their to... all their wins are technically good wins because their opponents are winning sixty two point one percent of their games. Are we going back to West Virginia? Not being at the top twenty five. All yeah. I'm saying is that they're not very good. They're, they're really not good. I mean, I, I'm a huge WVU oh. fan, but we don't have a good point guard. We have two good scorers in McNeil and Sherman, and we have no good offensive bigs. Um, and Cottrell's still coming off his injury. So, uh, but maybe Gabe that's is a pretty good big. He's not a big though. He's like six seven. He's a big for them. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't make you good. He's good. Who are you a fan of in college hoops, Chris? Me? Uh, no, I, I like, I like the U, but we I, haven't I like had a Miami good. In football, but not in basketball. I like. I mean, college basketball. I I follow pretty much everyone specifically, but but like I follow you know teams. I follow the players just to see because just to see who who's a good talent this year. And to be honest, there's more talent in this year this draft than when it was when Cade Cunningham went to be fair and I think Jake 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 had attested to it because he was because Jake I remember when you questioned Cade Cunningham why was he the number one overall pick yeah I didn't like Cade Cunningham in college I didn't think he was that good I didn't think he was a number one. He was a first I, rounder, but not a number one. I thought Matt McClung was a lot better in, in college than Kate Cunningham was. He got his yeah, first but points being the other good, night. being good in college doesn't yeah. really translate to being drafted in You're the right. NBA. If that was the case, Deshaun Butler would have been like a top ten pick whenever he got drafted. <laughs> I think he, like, he still might have been, but the ACL at the time was still like a devastating injury. Yeah, he just wasn't that good of the nba <laughs> it's tough yeah all right so we're gonna take a quick commercial break guys when we come back we have our one-on-one hooper profile with hoosier alumni and current overseas professional basketball star freddie mcswain jr so stay tuned Welcome back to the Hoopjack Podcast Series, guys. And today for our one-on-one Hooper profile is overseas uh, international men's ba- uh, basketball star, Freddie McSwain Jr. Freddie, it's good to have you on the show. Well, I appreciate it, man. appreciate having you on the show, man. So you grew up in uh, Georgia, specifically in Hinesville, correct? Yes, I'm in Georgia. So, uh, what was it like growing up in Hinesville, and when did you decide to kind of have sports involved in your life, specifically basketball? You said what? So, what was it like growing up in Hinesville, and when did you decide to play sports competitively? Uh, what was it like growing up in Hinesville? Uh, it's pretty much... Every time, every, every time I say I'm from Georgia, people think I'm from Atlanta or a city. Well, Hansa is really not the city; it's more like a dirt, dirt roads type military towns. 
decide to kind of take basketball very like seriously as a sport that you would want to do all the time um i would say i'm a late bloomer um when it comes to basketball i didn't really too much care about playing basketball when i was when i was younger like probably like around like 16, 17, when I really took basketball serious. I didn't play basketball when I was younger. Like, like every young dude that starts, like, I ever played basketball, that played basketball starts young. My dad started, like, around 16, 17, so that's when I really took basketball more serious. I started playing AU. Uh, this coach named Ernie Wachau, RP him. He's, like, my, my AU coach. He died. Um, he only really got me into you know, basketball. Like one day, I was just like, uh, I want to watch the AU team play because all my friends, cook my friends played on there. And one day, I was just like watching a game, and they had pizza after. And uh, I wanted to slice a pizza, but the coach was like, I can't get sliced only for players. And I was like, shoot, when can I come play? Cause I wanted to slice the pieces. <laughs> so it was just like get a nice practice and stuff like that. So I went and I started playing basketball. I got more and more into it. Started going to the gym a lot more. Just took it a lot more serious because in my town, like basketball, is like that's what everyone does. Okay, and I see that you, like you said, like you had friends that you kind of were a part of and a good group that helped you kind of decide to kind of keep playing basketball more competitively, but also kind of just have those lifelong bonds with the friends that you had to help you. Yeah. So what was it like playing at uh, Liberty County high school growing up for your high school basketball career? Um, for high school, Liberty County, I'm glad I went to Liberty County. It's only two high schools in my town. Well, it's Brownwell Institute and it's Liberty County High School. And luckily, I went to the to Liberty. Luckily, I went to Liberty. It was a great opportunity for me. Uh, uh, I I didn't really start playing basketball in high school until like a grade. So that's when I really started my career playing basketball. 
if you really if you really look at it. Um, but my my two years there, I was averaging what double double, like seventeen and twelve, sixteen and twelve around there for almost both my years. So, so I, I enjoyed it. I wasn't like deeply recruited out of high school. Where I really had no offers at high school, really. But but it was it was a good it was a good experience for me. So to get me started with basketball. Yeah, and like you said, like you only played for two years at Liberty County because, like you said, you were a late bloomer. Um, and also during that time, you like you had talked about with being a part of the AAU franchise, uh, AAU circuit, and your team. What was it like playing for the Coastal Crew Rebels? Uh, oh, it, it was great. Uh, a couple of, it's a lot of players that played on my AU team. Ashley was great basketball players. And it's only, I feel like, only one from my AU team that's, like, actually we both still hooping. Uh, his name is Trey Scott. Ashley he's with the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. Uh, he just got called up. So he was my teammate, AU. Um, it was... It was a lot of us. It was a great AU team, and it was great. Just know it was a great experience. Um, I was, I was, I was came off the bench. I didn't really start because I wasn't, I wasn't the best on the team. But I was did what I had to do to help the team win. More of a team guy. But right. I had a great experience, a great bonds. So. Right, and like you said, it was a good experience to have to kind of see the level of play that there was yeah, throughout exactly. the circuit. And then you, yeah, I don't continue. So, uh, we like traveled to like uh, like Disney, like Orlando. I played against like Ty Jones, the Morris twins, not the Morris twins, but the Harris twins brothers. Yeah. That's good to hear. And then after high school, you went to Neosho, Neosho County Community College, correct? Yeah. Was that kind of just you didn't know what to do after high school and wanted to just kind of look to see what the options were? Oh, yeah, of course. It was my recruiting process of me coming out of high school, I ain't really, I didn't have no offers. So I didn't really know what to do. But luckily enough, like, small school out of Kansas, like, called me and asked me if I want to come play. And I said, yes. And lucky enough, the, going to that college was a great situation for me and myself and my career. So after your time at Indiana, what was the decision process that you were going through to decide I want to try a pro career, and what was the journey that you've been on through that? Um, well, I was a senior. I was becoming a senior, so it's my last year, and uh, going into my senior year, uh, I knew I could be a pro. I just uh, had to show it, 
Uh, I took a lot of sacrifices when I was playing at IU, uh, just for the team itself. Uh, a lot of injuries, different positions that I haven't played, and just like I had a lot of sacrifices I had to take. Um, but like I said, um, my journey coming from IU to pro, to um, I got drafted in the NBA G League. Uh, draft the second round by the New York uh, by the New York team, and then uh, traded up to Cleveland Cavaliers team, uh, the charge, and then after that, we went to uh, Canada to play with the Mountain Magic. Uh, then I went to Brazil, then went to Austria, and then went to Finland, and then this past couple months in like December uh, from August all the way to December I was in Luxembourg but then left that team and now I'm here in North Macedonia and playing for its top league up here so I've been on a, a, a journey you could say I've seen a, almost a lot of the world so hopefully I can continue continue playing staying healthy yeah and it does sound like you've had one journey through like like you said been traveling a lot playing for a lot of different clubs and getting the opportunity like you said to play in different countries kind of experiencing different cultures sounds like a real you know a blessing in disguise i guess well yeah for sure i'm just uh i'm just i'm just glad i get the chance to play the, the game i love and making money so i know that you know Recently, like the NCAA has had the NIL laws with college athletes. And I know, especially in your time, it would have been nice, especially at that time in Indiana, basketball would have been nice to, you know, being paid for, especially as a college athlete. But now you have the opportunity with your brand. It's it's called FMJ, but it's also it's it's FMJ in due time. Can you kind of elaborate on that a, a little bit? Um, yeah, I always wanted to, to have my lo my own, like, logo and my clothing brand. Like, shoot, uh, it was, like you said, it would been nice to start all this while I was in college. I think I would have made a lot, of, a lot of money from just playing in college ball. It sucks that we didn't get a chance or the opportunity to, like, explore that chance to represent yourself and but but it's nice that I, I have it now that uh, I have my own logo and like uh, have my own my own brand and help the people that help me with making my clothes and my stuff right now so uh, but the IDT uh, I started uh, saying that what and like 2019, yeah, 2019, like in due time, like not not everything come as you expect it or you want fast enough. And sometimes you just got to be patient and just and just go with the flow and it's going to come soon as you just take your time and just really just take your time and just be patient with everything. So that's why I really say IDT because everything going to come as fast as you expect it to. Yeah, I can't even tell you how many times. I can't tell you how many times like I've 
felt like that, you know, when you're working on something, it's like in due time, it'll happen. Yeah. You know, the hard it's work will pay off. Yeah. So what are it's your nice. New Year's goals for 2022 since we're right near the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day? So what are some of the goals that you want to have for the upcoming year that you want to achieve? Um, well, I recently just got asked that. <laughs> so, well, I don't know. My, I feel like my answer, like I said, or my answer, I really just really think about myself more. Uh, I feel like, uh, always I've been thinking about a lot of other people than myself and, and I feel like it, it's just time to buckle down and just think about myself as, um, and get my life situated more. So it's mm-hmm. really or I'm going at 22. Think about <laughs> think about myself more. And my last question to you uh, before we head off is what advice would you give to a high school basketball player wanting to play at the college level or even the pro level? Uh, I would say from from high school we're trying to go going to try to go division one go pro. Um like I said, if you just ain't like I say, like I told kids before, ain't nothing wrong with JUCO for for the first for the most part. Ain't nothing wrong with JUCO. Uh, a lot of a lot of players went JUCO and got a lot of division offers and it's still it's still a future. You still can go D one, and there's nothing wrong with it. So take that chance. There's a lot of opportunity there. Just keep working, stay in the gym, and going professionally. It's a it's a round the clock job. Like it's no days off, and you gotta stay in the gym. You gotta perfect your craft. You gotta get better. You gotta it's a like I said, it's a round the clock thing. So you gotta stay on it because ain't nothing given you gotta you gotta earn everything you you do and it's a lot of guys that's it's a lot of guys that that play basketball in this world but not everybody get the opportunity to actually play professional basketball so you gotta you gotta stay on top of it take care of your body because your body is most important it's your temple and and on the same time have fun with it enjoy it that's some great advice. So I want to thank thank you, um, Freddie, for taking the time to come on the show. I'm looking forward to seeing what big things you have coming up in the new year. And I'm looking forward to seeing how big the brand becomes. And, guys, make sure to check him out on Instagram and his uh, brand, FMJ and do, IDT in due time. So, Freddie, thanks again for taking the time. And I'm looking forward to seeing big and big things for you this year. Man, I appreciate it, Chris. No problem. We'll be right back with more Hoop Jack, guys, so stay tuned. And we're back, guys, and I want to thank Freddie McSwain Jr. for taking the time to come on the show. And, guys, make sure to check him out and also his brand, FMJ, in IDT, which is which is his name and in due time. So make sure to check that out. And we're now at our little Danos segment. And, Jake, I'm not going to lie, my wife just bought some Danos. Nice. And we're she's actually try, waiting to see what all the hype is about. And I'm telling her it's pretty good. 
and it's not that expensive too no it's really not and it lasts a long time and it lasts a long time so we're gonna do our little dano segment but it's our dano's new year's resolution new year's resolutions um we're heading into 2022 which i can honestly say i'm hoping hoping praying somewhere that you know it'll be better than what the last two years (laughs) but i'm glad that you know in light of all the bad stuff that's happened with you know the pandemic and everything the podcast has helped us you know grow and talk about and be able to talk to great people out there um wonderful people wonderful athletes wonderful coaches and even great topics that we've done but i think we also want stuff that happens outside of the world where you know anything could happen but jake what is a new year's resolution that you would want to achieve for 2022 i want to somehow figure out how to work less but make more money it's called gambling no i'm just kidding yeah i'll the, the, these, these 50, 50 hour work weeks that gotta go, but I need my money to stay the same. I feel like that's what we would all want. Um, Alec, what about you? What's a New Year's resolution that you would have a goal in mind for? Wow, that one's pretty tough to uh, top there. I'm not sure that's actionable though, Jake. <laughs> I'm gonna figure uh, it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, I was just talking about this actually. I'm uh I'm gonna start BJJ uh, hopefully next month. So here in a few weeks, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Uh, that's my that's yeah, that's my New Year's resolution. So we don't piss off Alec. He'll beat us up, Jake. I sweat Alec. <laughs> Jake's got Jake's got a shotgun, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Logan out. County, baby. He's born with a gun in his hand and a cigarette in the other. <laughs> a marble red <laughs> marble red and a natty light hey man uh, <laughs> uh, and mine is you know be able to interview as many college athletes and coaches as we can for the show I think what what would be what would be a good goal 10,000 by the end of next year what 10,000 10,000 plays by the end of next year yeah since we got we're really at 1,500 and yeah, at the rate it's going, one thousand a month, bro. You can do that. And I think we got that. It took us a long time to get to here, considering the fact, but the fact that the numbers are almost in our favor, I could say we put in the work. Fifteen hundred, uh, ten, ten thousand is possible. We could do ten thousand. And you know, the opportunity to eventually one day partner up with some great companies along the road, hopefully, with our brand possible um and then heading into our pure recover mindful moment um alec you don't know about this yet but we got the opportunity to be a part of an ambassadorship with pure recover massage gun it's a you know how you, you've seen the massage guns that are out recently like those big things like oh, the yeah, big I know ones. About them. so this this brand is kind of more it's a smaller kind of massage gun but ones that you know do the same amount of work because imagine if we had these in college like our own little deep tissue massage gun what uh if you were gonna plug them what's their website so anyone listening our the website is just purerecover.com uh use code hoopjack at the end of purchase for a 10 percent discount on your purchase the massage guns run for about 70 dollars and that's pretty much the massage gun plus the accessories so it's a good deal guys so 
and especially after a long day of work i know jake would attest to this him having long days like massage gun really helped yeah just on the uh on the back a massage gun would be nice because my chair at work is not comfortable at all sounds like you need a new chair bro (laughs) i have a new chair but when they mailed it it was not put together and you know i don't get paid to put furniture together (laughs) jake doesn't have an engineering degree no if you do it while you're on the clock though you technically get paid technically yeah that's a good point my job description does not include (laughs) you can't put together a chair man you're from logan county i can't lumberjacks built the entire city (laughs) I put together my Your great grandfather would be ashamed. <laughs> the chair he I built, have. He built the house his, his family and 10 kids lived in. The, my chair and my desk at home, I put together. My <sighs> desk at work cost. That's so. an intern's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a new hire's job. Oh, no, I, I paid crazy. like 1500 to have my desk shipped put together. So I didn't have to put my desk to work together. Yeah. So. All right, guys, and you know, this that 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 wraps it up for season one, new year. So um, it's been fun. So we'll get ready for season two of Hoop Jack starting January third, um, and hopefully, what to expect. We'll get more interviews from across the country. A lot of more talented athletes, talented ball players. Who knows? Maybe we'll get Bronny James on the on the show or Mikey Williams. Hey. Maybe we, maybe we we'll get, get somebody maybe, good. Maybe we'll show. get that. Maybe we'll get that opportunity. A big plug, but um. Oh boy, wait, I, I just thought of someone else that would be really cool for 2022 bonus content. The the guy who scored the most points ever in a game. Do you Jack guys know Taylor. who? Yes, that would be sick. Did it twice, 138, and then like 109. Yeah, scored right. 100 twice. D3 <laughs> sensation. All right, Jake, send that message out there. We'll see if I can find him on the ground. See if we can find him. But um, <laughs> that's going to wrap it up for 2021, guys. Uh, again, I'd like to thank, you know, Alec for coming on the show. I'd like to thank Jake for, you know, dealing with me for the last, you know, six months doing this. But I think he can say that it's been a fun little journey that we've had. Got to talk to some interesting people. He even got to meet his idol and uh Kevin Jones or talk to him. So at the end of the day, uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to keep listening to the show. Help us keep growing. Help us, you know, you know, grow. Like we, we want to be able to give people the opportunity to grow, give people the opportunity to get their story out there. But um, thanks again, guys. We'll see you again in 2022. And remember, don't be a bystander, be a hooper and keep balling. Peace.